Welcome to the Less Stress Family Podcast, where we believe you are fallible and what you do matters. honey <laughs> i am good we had a little bit of technical difficulties yeah but for sure i think that we are rocking and rolling now very good this is episode number 71 i am justin and i am shauna wood okay we got a bird behind us <laughs> he's talking <laughs> zoom was updating so we have a very uh probably intense uh memorial day uh special for today yes okay so, here we go. All right. All right. Have you ever been to uh, Washington, D.C.? Yes. The uh, Vietnam... Raise my hand. <laughs> the Vietnam Wall. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. And today I'm going to read a story about someone who should be on the wall. Obviously, Memorial Day is for those who've passed. It's not for the veterans or just to remember... You know, it's to it's specifically to remember the soldiers who, who died fighting. Right. Um, so... I'm going to read about Clyde. Clyde was born in New Jersey around 1947. Uh, his dad was a Navy veteran from World War II. Clyde was a skilled basketball player in high school, and he played college ball at Center College in Kentucky. Um, as the war was ramping up in, the, in Vietnam, Clyde decided to go ahead and volunteer. Before he signed the papers, he spent a day driving around and praying. He asked the Lord to bring him back home safely. He felt like the Lord told him that he would return back home alive. So Clyde found himself in the Army, specifically in the communications in the Signal Corps. Um, his group was often dropped into hot spots when the enemy attacks threatened to break the communications with essential communications with air and artillery support for the soldiers on the ground. So Clyde was deployed to Quezon, where 6,000 Marines faced um, around 17,000, so it's about three to one odds, uh, against the North Vietnamese, with the North Vietnamese having the greater force there. Um, this turned out to be one of the biggest battles in the whole Vietnam War. It was so big that some of the generals, General Westmoreland, was considering, uh, they considered dropping nuclear uh, bombs because it was so important, this battle, this particular battle, what they thought was going to happen there. Um, they didn't, but it was that important. So Clyde's unit and the Marines would often receive intense um, attacks from mortars, artillery, and rockets. And on February 2nd, 1968, um, the Quezon base began receiving rockets, and Clyde and the rest of his unit, they were actually asleep in their bunker. And as the rockets were coming in, he was awakened, and he heard a voice that told him, said, go towards the door, which... If you're in the middle of a rocket attack, it doesn't make sense for you to go towards the door outside. Um, and as he got up, a rocket came crashing through the bunker, and Clyde could actually see the rocket head uh, in the floor of his bunker. And so a, a, later on, a Marine report would say, about 1,600 hours, five or six rockets slammed into the Quezon base. One struck the bunker housing the 36th Signal Battalion, uh, killed the officer in charge there, the lieutenant, and three of his men. Uh, Marines um, enjoyed a special relationship with these Army signal types as lieutenant, as the lieutenant was always eager to share 
what he had with them and brought food to these Marines. One of the Marines who rushed to rescue any survivors was struck by what he saw. I'll never forget. I saw his hand sticking out of that red dirt and he had a wedding ring on. So Clyde was one of the signalmen that was pulled from the bunker. At the time, he was wearing a Catholic rosary, a star of David that a friend had given him, and his dog tag said that he was Protestant. So Clyde, standing over Clyde, a Catholic priest, and then a Jewish rabbi, and then a Protestant uh, chaplain, all read Clyde um, his last rites. But it turned out that Clyde was the only survivor uh, of that rocket attack. He spent many months in various hospitals, and he returned to a country that did not welcome him. Then, then eight years, seven months, <laughs> and 29 days later, what happened, honey? Then Clyde became a dad when I was born. And we just wanted to take this and share the story because I think, you know, a lot of times when I've thought about war, I have not thought about love. Um, but just kind of reframing, understanding, hearing uh, my dad's story of sacrifice and why he went to serve his country and uh, protect the things and the people and the ideals uh, that were dear to him. I feel like it was really highlighted and I just wanted, you know, we just wanted to share this Memorial Day weekend um, that, you know, when we think about war, we don't think about love. But truly, the men and the women who have gone ahead of us in whatever country you live in, the men and women who have fought for you and for your freedoms were actually operating in the highest level of love. Um, there's a verse that we hold dear from John 15:13 that says, Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. So this Memorial Day, we just want to honor all of the men and women who have served, um, those who laid down their lives, and those who were willing to lay down their lives, um, but ended up living to tell the tale afterwards. So we just, we salute you, we thank you, we honor you, um, and we just, yeah, just very thankful. So go out and celebrate freedom. And remember um, all the people who paid a price for us uh, to be free, especially uh, Jesus paid the price for us to live in freedom, but also many, many other people have paid a great high price for us to have our freedom. So enjoy this, uh, enjoy this time, uh, but also remember. Yeah. All, right. all right. Thanks, guys. Thank you.